Dig, baby, dig is what comes to my mind and what the heck am I talking about? I'm about to give you an acronym, DIG, D-I-G, that will help you think through the summary of 2022 and moving in to this new year. Yes, it's that time. My goodness, we cannot ignore that the tides are changing, seasons are shifting, and We have to be intentional with our thoughts and our planning with the new year. I've been promising you more solo episodes, which means more coaching and more keeping of notes on your end. Note takers are game changers. So saddle up with your pen and paper, possibly your coffee or tea, and let's get this coaching started, shall we? Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Lindsay House, registered dietitian, private trainer, accountability coach, author. I have been working with clients for over 13 years, passionately changing the culture of health and fitness. I'm out here smashing scales, helping individuals rewrite the rules to what success looks like in their life. I want to change generational thinking, no more all or nothing mentality, get rid of the diets and believe in the individualized journey. We are stronger than we will ever accept and beautifully made just the way we are. Keep your eyes on your own paper and trust your own path. Thank you for trusting me and letting me be a constant encouragement through your week. Let's get this motivation started. Welcome to your podcast, Direction Not Perfection. Happy Podcast Friday and welcome to episode 205, Dig into New Year Thinking. I'm in the middle of an accountability week with my members and I leave this membership, this community, a live message every morning. And our topic this morning just was shouting at me loud and clear. And so I thought this this needs to turn into a podcast. And so that is why we are talking about DIG today. So before I dive into that, Speaking of our Direction Not Perfection community, if you haven't joined our free Facebook group yet, my question is why not? It's truly our opportunity to have more time together, stay connected, and that's on current topics, on podcast topics, ask questions, and just exist in a positive environment. I'm really encouraging my clients, my members, to curate their media, to curate their connections. As much as possible, surround yourself by positive influences. I mean, can you imagine if every time you jumped on Instagram, there was something hopeful waiting for you, a nugget of information that shifted your thoughts for that moment or possibly even for the whole day? It changed a course of action that you might have taken. We are affected by what we hear and see which is a podcast for another day. I won't go into all this, but shouldn't we be protecting our eyes and our ears? And then my question is, are you? Okay, I digress. Today is about DIG. And just to give you a quick bit of insight into DIG, the D is define, the I is intentional, and the G is geek out, which I will, of course, explain. So let's start with D and that it does stand for define. We have to define our goals more specifically. It's the old ask why until you cry. I want you to think back to your 2022 start of your new year. And did you pick a specific goal to set out and work on for the year? And then kind of think through what was that goal 
And I would love to hear lots of support or evidence to back up why you cared about that goal. I'm talking five to 10 supporting reasons here, okay? And an example is going to really help. So let's dive into that. So let's pretend your goal was, I want to lose 20 pounds. And then you need to start to ask yourself, why do I want to lose 20 pounds? Well, because even five pounds starts to make my joints feel better. Okay. Why do I want to lose 20 pounds? Because I've lost weight in the past and I stopped snoring and I sleep better. Cool. Okay. Why do I want to lose 20 pounds? Because when my clothes feel less tight, I walk out the door less irritable. Amazing, right? Okay. Why do I want to lose 20 pounds? Because when I was down 20 pounds before, all of my lab values were within normal limits. My cholesterol looked good. My blood pressure was normal. Fabulous, right? Why do I want to lose 20 pounds? Because being down 20 pounds also means that I'm working out and eating more out of my own kitchen, both of which I actually like doing. I just fell out of routine. I think that you are getting the picture. So I'm going to stop with examples. You cannot just say that you want to lose 20 pounds. It just simply won't be enough when when the hard moments come, when you want to give up because you're overwhelmed, when you start to see health working its way down on your priority list, like you always do because other areas of your life are stealing your attention. The other supporting evidence that you have that you've listed to support that goal, that's going to be your fallback. That's going to be your motivation and your encouragement to keep your health efforts near the top of that priority list. That's why that becomes so important. And so I just want to give you a couple more examples because I want you to be able to take this in whatever direction you're going. It doesn't have to be weight loss. Let's use this example. Why do I want to keep my house organized? Well, because it puts me in a better, more calm mood when I get home from work. That feels good, right? Why do I want to keep my house organized? Because it clears up mental space for me to work on other areas in my life, like my workouts or my food choices. Awesome. Why do I want to keep my house organized? Because it reduces my anxiety when I can find things. (laughs) Because while I organize, everything actually was given a home and I'm trying to keep it that way right? I will, I won't keep going, but you can tell how the more layered reasons that can be listed, the more your motivation is going to stay at the top of that priority list. I strongly encourage you to do this exercise. When I say do this exercise, I mean, take a pen and paper, state your goal, clearly define your goal, and then write down at least five to 10 reasons why you care so stinking much. Okay. Okay. Moving on. So as we are digging into our new year thinking, we are clearly defining goals, which is what we just talked about. And now let's talk about the I piece, intentional. We need to be intentional with how we are measuring our success. A great example of this came up in our Powerhouse membership this week. Again, we're going through this accountability week. The member had been working on her eating habits and going vegan to help bring down her cholesterol. So she got her labs drawn and lo and behold, her numbers came down and not only came down, but came down drastically. And the very words out of her mouth were, wow, how motivating that is. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that it's really making me want to keep up these diet changes because I can see that it's actually working. 
the lab draw was her measure of success. If she never would have seen her labs, there would never have been that moment of celebration or at the very least, the moment of, hey, is my is my plan working? <laughs> I offer to my members a blank monthly calendar and it just has these check boxes and everything else is blank in the days. And it's meant to give this open opportunity to track daily successes so that somebody could look back over their efforts and see what they've checked. So for instance, like if someone's working on water intake, they can check a box and put how much water they've drank for the day. Or if they're working on their steps and their movement, they can check a box and write down how many steps they took that day. If they're aiming for alcohol-free days, if they're aiming for lifting days. So it's really, it's nice because it's very personalized, right? Whatever you're personally tracking is what you are checking boxes on. And then guess what? At the end of the month or the week, this individual can review their efforts and because they can visually see them, then they can tell, hey, is this working? Am I, am I making efforts? And if I'm not making efforts, why am I not making efforts? And if I am making efforts, I can look back over a whole month and go, huh, even though it's just like 10% difference, I'm, I'm changing, I'm improving, I'm progressing. Again, though small, progression is happening. So I personally like that one. Other ways that I can see clients track their success are through apps, habit trackers, daily planners. There's really not a wrong or right way to do this. It just has to be your way. One way hasn't worked. It doesn't mean that nothing will work. And I know that we can all fall into that mentality. Like tracking just doesn't work for me. And I'll give you my example. Apps don't really work that well for me. I'm constantly trying to limit holding my phone. I really don't like an extra reason to have to come to my phone. So the thought of tracking all of my stuff on my phone, not so good for me, right? Like that's, I, I avoid it. But pen to paper, if I get to sit down in the morning and pull out my journal and my notebook with my calendar on it and sip my coffee, then it's a happy spot. Then I'm excited to come to it. So I give you my examples because I'm just trying to open up that opportunity for you to go Okay, maybe I'll give something else a try, even though I know for sure certain things aren't working for me. Okay, and while we're on this um, point of tracking success or finding a way to measure our success, I did have a member bring this up to me in a voice memo, and she goes, hey, just thinking out loud, this is coming from this measuring success is coming from our scale smashing dietitian and measuring in a scale, a scale weight is a form of measurement, right? And so I was like, thank you. Yes. And love that you brought that up. Keeping track of success to her point was maybe it hasn't always been a good experience for someone. Like maybe it's bringing up not good feelings. Maybe the the barriers and the walls are coming up. And that's where I wanted to give you this example of like, yes, you've worked your butt off for the week with healthy eating and moving only to find that you've gained a pound or you started wearing a movement tracker like a pedometer or a Fitbit or the iWatch. And now you're obsessing over your steps. Like it's become really not a good thing for you. Or you were food logging and, and it triggered diet mentality for you. 
So what I have to say to all of this is that we need to be really careful with our form of tracking or how we are measuring success and make sure that it really aligns with our own personal needs. I highly encourage you to look internally and see what sits well with your soul. So when you can look back over a month's time and see that Let's go back to that example. I drank more water. I moved more. Even if my movement was only 5% better, I drank less. Even if my drinking was only 5% less, are you proud of yourself or are you criticizing yourself? I always say this, but for me, I am proud of myself when I'm able to see any amount of forward progress. So being able to look back at progress gives me more motivation to keep going with my efforts. But if you are someone who would only see minimal progress throughout that visual, that that could become really frustrating and that you might immediately start berating yourself because things would come to mind like, oh my gosh, I'm so lazy. How could I not have tried harder? And if you start hearing these things come out of your mouth, this is probably not a good source of tracking for you. This is where I'm saying you have to like look internally and just see how things feel. Okay, so let's move on. But the D was defined, the I was an intentional with measuring of your tracking efforts or measurement of success. And the G is geek out over reviewing your data. The data being the information that you have gathered by tracking. If we never take the time to review our data, we are missing a beautiful opportunity to celebrate. What if my member would have never gotten her labs drawn? She would have never been able to see her cholesterol numbers go down, never been able to see that her efforts were truly paying off. She could have guessed that I think it's working, but there would never be that like, aha, of seeing it, which feels so good. So my question to you is, are you giving yourself the opportunity to see your success? And remember, this may take a different form of measuring your success. If we go back to that example of working your butt off all week only to see the scale go up a pound, the scale, the bathroom scale would have told us we have failed, that our efforts weren't working. However, if we would have been utilizing other measurements of success, like let's say a watch, for instance, that was measuring our sleep, maybe we could have noticed that we were sleeping a lot better that week. Or if our family was a measure of our success and they were telling us that we just seemed a lot calmer that week, that we were less snappy. Well, these measurements of success would tell us even though we gained a pound that we were in fact successful in our efforts. And knowing that, it would give us that motivation to keep those efforts going, right? Okay, so let's summarize. D, define your goals clearly and with your supporting evidence. I is intentional with your measuring of your efforts. How are you choosing to track? G is geek out over reviewing your data. Give yourself a chance to celebrate your success. I hope that that acronym can just stick in the back of your mind. So as you go into 2023, as you really think about what you want to be working on, that you can keep pulling this acronym back out and going, this is really how this needs to play out for my best chance of success. I'm going to stop there for today and wish you all the happiness in this holiday season and cheers to so much 
health and happiness, my friends. Thank you for listening today. Whether you are working with me personally or just letting these podcasts speak into your life, I truly appreciate you trusting me on your journey, and I will always have some free materials waiting for you on my website at healthaccountabilitycoach.com. I have habit trackers, meal planning worksheets, blank calendars where you can track your daily successes. Come check it out and always feel free to reach out if you need any referrals, if you are seeking your own accountability, or if you just want to say hello and provide your beautiful insight and feedback. I appreciate your valuable time and listening ears. This topic served any purpose for you or you can picture that exact person who needed this. I'm always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2022 the year that we are going to pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also always appreciate it when you leave a review on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open-minded to new information, keeping that open mind to the idea that our journey will look different now, five years from now, slow and steady, y'all. It's not always instant gratification and not always that exciting but a much gentler and redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all the years and every season of life. Cheers to health and happiness.